You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here today, the one, the only, the man with the victory, Roy Hal. Roy, if I can oh, talk oh, this oh, week, <laughs> victory royale hat, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's up, buddy? We're here. We're here. What's going Bro, on, guys? Uh, the heat's getting to me. That's going to be my excuse for anything I can't say or read properly this week is that the heat got to me because I was out, you know, in the heat of Texas, 105 degrees, driving a motorcycle for the first time, trying to get my license. So, yes, it's been an entertaining day for me but even more so an enter- entertaining day for you because uh big you had day. a bit you had a big stream going on you had to stop easy stream man uh big thank you salupo i know you've been a guest on the podcast before but uh yeah man we got the the love from the lupo community they treated me awesome got to uh, yeah. entertain like 10 10 20 000 humans uh, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, scary that's numbers awesome, pretty scary numbers so it's been it's been awesome but we do have another guest today. You can hey, go ahead. We do, we do. He, he's, uh, he's accustomed to entertaining quite a few number of people as well. Uh, but Mr. Spaceline from Phase, what's up, buddy? Hello, hello. Man, Just chilling, ready to get this done. Man, glad to have you here. Thank you so much for taking out the time, obviously, here to be, to be here with us uh, and to uh, join in on some Fortnite discussion. So we definitely I'm glad wanna... to be here. Yeah, man, we're, we're stoked. We're definitely stoked. And uh, we'll... Definitely can't wait to learn a little bit about you and your journey through Fortnite. Uh, guys, a couple of quick things to get out of the way. Obviously, show brought to you by Deserto.com. And yes, for everybody out there, I have been pronouncing it incorrectly. It's not Dexerto, it's Deserto. So Deserto. thank you. Deserto. Thank you so much for, for saying that correctly. And, and uh, shout out to uh, you know everybody over at Deserto that said, hey, you're saying it wrong. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, thank you for telling me a month in. So thank you so much. Yeah, uh, and uh, obviously, shout out to the Discord community. If you guys want to be a part of our, our uh, weekly uh, community nights, make sure you jump over there. It's in the show notes if you guys want a link for that. Um, iTunes reviews coming up in probably two weeks. And then uh, thank you so much to the Dash Radio and Dash Radio family for uh, putting us out there. If you guys haven't heard the show, uh, somehow in other, another avenue, say through iTunes or a podcast player, RSS reader, uh, you can catch it on Dash Radio. If you're just chilling on your computer, like, ah, I can't listen to my phone right now, or I can't download this app at work, dashradio.com, you can go there, listen to the multiplayer channel, and we are featured there five times a week for all you amazing listeners out there. And if you're listening from Dash Radio, thank you so much uh, for tuning in, and we hope you guys are enjoying the show uh, and having us back in your home for another week. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump in and learn a little bit more about our man, Baseline. All right, so here we are. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Spaceline. Over tw- <laughs> he's 24 years old, living in Massachusetts. Uh, he's a pro Fortnite player, guys, if you didn't know, for phase. 70, over 72,000 followers on Twitter. 127,000 subscribers on YouTube and 221 followers on Twitch. The man himself, Space Lion. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Man, super, super excited to have you here. Obviously, like we said, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. But uh, let's get started here and, and find out a little bit about you. Like, for people that don't know who Space Lion is and haven't had the chance to tune into you, uh, tell us a little about like how. Who are you? Where did you get started at? And, and what brought you into Fortnite? Um, well, my name is Tank Fan. I'm living out in Massachusetts right now. And I really loved, just loved playing video games, you know? As growing up, I had a lot of older siblings. And they would used to play. And like, they would do that trick where they would have my controller unplugged, you know? And oh, they would yeah, keep yeah, on yeah. playing because I was too young to play with them. Mm-hmm. So I played when they weren't playing. And then my goal was to just beat them, you know? And then that's how I really got started. I like it. I like it. And then um, from streaming, I first streamed League of Legends to just capture highlights. And then I switched over to FPS games from, uh, to go to H1Z1. And then switched to PUBG, Overwatch, and then Fortnite. That's did, you how I play got any, did you play any of those games at a pro level besides no. Fortnite? Fortnite's uh, my first professional level. Professional okay. were game. You, were, you, were you trying to get in that League of Legends pro scene at any time, man? <laughs> uh it's kinda. pretty cutthroat. That's pretty cutthroat. Yeah. 
I mean, I have to admit, back in like season one and two, I was trying a lot to get there, and it, I couldn't ever pull it off. But uh, obviously, a fun game to, to to get you a bunch of highlights for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got to Diamond Four back in like season two. Okay. So that was like pretty high at that point because it went to like Diamond and then uh, Challenger. And then I was in the middle of like going to college. So yeah. it was either go to college or play. Well, play <laughs> and I was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one thing about League is like, and then people that don't play it, they maybe they don't understand is like literally those games at a high level, like even when you're even at lower levels, like they're a, they're a 45 minute to an hour commitment every time. Yep. Yeah, right? They're and long like, games. I mean, and like straight up, like you're committing time if you're sitting there. When I was playing, you would gain like like three or five LP that which is like to rank up and you have to right. play like multiple games to get to like oh, 100. Yeah. It was crazy. It was oh awesome. man. I, I, I understand your love and yet hate for League of Legends. <laughs> I so. love that. First love. First love. Yes. Definitely. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. So what brought you into Fortnite? Like what, what about Fortnite was appealing to you to, to come in and like, man, this is the game I'm really going to hit hard right now in my life. Oh my God. Fortnite's amazing. Like, Switching from H1Z1 to having like bugs and stuff and then to PUBG where it's like a low, lot of slower pace. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite was the best mixture, you know? I remember yeah. dropping down and getting a purple tactical shotgun and just slaying out. And I was like, man, this game is so <laughs> much fun right now. It's so much fun. And I can't wait to do it over and over again. I just got addicted, right. you know? What about you, Monster? Was that was like a shotgun one of your first feels like in the game? Like, no, oh man, this what, is what got me was so like I was at one point really big on rust, building bases and defending. It felt kind of sick. So when I got in the game and I realized like, wait, 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 I could ramp, and I was like using yeah. a ramp. It feels so weird. It really broke open uh boundaries, right? So that just freaked my mind out so hard. I was like, this game's gonna be crazy. Like I just want to. I just want to mess around, like, so, <laughs> yeah, and just developing with the meta and stuff, kind of keeping up. I got hooked so hard, but it, it's it was the building. My first experience with the building was just crazy. I was like, I got over the mountain. No, this is, <laughs> like, it, was, it was really insane. So I also so did he, play the BRs as well. Oh, okay. Both of you obviously mm-hmm. come from mm-hmm. BR backgrounds, which is huge. Uh, so you you get through college. I'm guessing. Are you through college now, Space? I am. I am. I graduated so, with a business management degree. Wow. Yeah. And I just paid so off ever- all my student loans today. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I saw you tweet that out by the way. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that's a, that's a huge task in and of itself. Uh, for sure. Let alone, Mr. Beast. <laughs> let, let alone just, uh, you know, go ahead and, and graduating. That's a, that's an obstacle. Now you've already paid off, which is crazy. So definitely props to you. So you've gotten you. through college. Yeah, obviously gaming has been a part of your life, your whole life. Uh, and you've been into streaming, but what like, when you got out of college, like you said, you have a degree. What made you go like, I'm going to, I want, I really want to focus on the streaming thing. Is it just like kind of where your life was at the time? And you're like, I'm going to focus on Fortnite. Like how has that impacted your life as far as streaming in a daily schedule like that? Uh, I kind of just did it. You know, uh, I was working as a restaurant manager and I really wasn't liking it. So I quit literally. And I just started streaming every single day and then just, Think, Your I, parents I got like you're lucky. crazy. What are you doing? Quitting? Yeah, they're just like, Come, go pay. work, go work, go work. And then I'm just yeah. like, I am working. I'm trying. I'm trying to make yeah. this a, a thing. You know, it's like it's tough. Especially I think as that's Asian all- parents, yeah. <laughs> they they are on you. <laughs> well, oh, I, I, I believe it. A lot of parents are, and I always find this really interesting when I talk to pro players, especially people that um, you know get out of college and now they have a degree, and their parents are like, "Hey, what are you doing?" We, you just went through college, like I, go I get a job, thing. right? And yeah. they don't understand really what, what content creation is, what the pro scene, how big esports is in, in gaming. So like, what was that struggle like with your parents? Was, was there, was there definitely some major conflict or they're like, you know what? We'll let you do this for a couple months. If you don't, we're going to kick your butt out or you got to go get a job. <laughs> like what, what was, what was the situation there? Uh, my parents were kind of lenient about it. Like they didn't really care as much as I was like not struggling with financially. Like, right. Um, it was mostly on me, you know, I feel like I gave myself a timeline and if right. I wasn't meeting expectations, then I'll go out and get like a job and stuff, you know, right. but they were, they were, they were cool about it. You know, what they weren't they like, you need to get out and go do stuff. You know, <laughs> I tell myself that if I wasn't like succeeding at it. You know? Right. And I, I think that's definitely a big target, right? As both of you guys are content creators full time is you have to have that self-awareness, number one, and also the self-drive, right? Because it's Absolutely. like owning your own definitely. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand. 
you definitely, you know, if you, if you slack, you're only slacking on yourself because no one's going to do it for you. So you got to be up and you got to be there, you know? <laughs> yep. You were talking about monster before the show. You're talking about like the struggles, just how busy you've been this week with man yeah, yeah. YouTube. No, yeah. You know, a lot, streams. a lot goes into it. You know, I know on the surface, the, you know, the viewer, the, the spectator feels like, Oh, you know, I would love to just sit there and play video games. But like, someone like me that you know obviously with no extra support it's it's really i'm I'm driven by my own drive like i have to make right. my youtube videos gotta you know be on top of twitch gotta be on top of you know just everything that i do i edit all my own stuff make my own thumbnails then of course i'm here to uh prepare for the podcast and yeah th- there is a lot that goes and there's a lot of balance that you have to do and uh Definitely. yeah man if you want to succeed like i say you, you got to work hard at it so sometimes you just gotta like really evaluate what you're doing and can you do more and Right. It's it's a vicious cycle. So you got to be, you know, what was that timeline for you space? Like, what was the timeline? If you don't mind me asking, like you were trying to give yourself six months, a year. What what did you think? What were you hoping? Uh, Until I went pretty much broke, you know, (laughs) 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 that was my timeline. I I went all in on it. I got you. So, so, so how did that go to where you are now, which is playing for one of the largest organizations in the world in phase? Like, what was that process? How did that happen? Oh my God. I got really lucky. I got to say, like I was literally eating uh, lunch with my brother and I was like, man, the streaming stuff, I'm, I might not make it, you know, I'm getting like 20 to, you know, 30 viewers at that point. Right. Right. And then that same day I streamed and Ninja drops uh, like an 8,000 viewer host on me um, randomly from the Fortnite list. So I was just like, oh my God, you, like it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So randomly off the Fortnite list and then, I held like 2000, like all night and it was just my foot in the door, you know, that's how yeah. I became something. And then I, I started think, averaging. That, that like is awesome. Years. Yeah. That, I got really awesome. lucky in my opinion. I mean, yeah. No, well, I, I, I think luck is part of it. Right. And we talked yeah. about this with, with Lupo on like part of this whole thing is luck. Sometimes it happens that way, but to get the luck, you have to have the other things in order, which is the discipline to be there. Right. Cause if you wouldn't have been there, if right. you would have been prepared and streaming for 30 people, Absolutely. you would exactly. have had no idea how to stream for 2000. Right. So like, yeah. I, I think that's a huge key. Like you were there, you were playing in your dedication and time. Um, and yeah, maybe you got lucky before that day, but who's to say you wouldn't have got lucky later on either. Right. True. And I think, I think that, I think like one thing I always pick out from these stories is although you got lucky, you were preparing for the luck. Yeah. Right on. So, um, I mean, uh, and that's an awesome story because, like, a lot of people go to Ninja like, well, it must be really nice, you know, getting the paycheck you get, Ninja. (laughs) It must be, it must be really nice having the house you have and and the beautiful wife you. That must be nice, like sarcastic stuff I always see on Twitter. And it's like, a lot of people don't realize, like, he's done things number one for the community, for other outfits, for people like you. But he has grinded his butt off since Halo. Right. Like mm-hmm. he's been here. He's been he's been throwing it out. And so I really like to hear stories when other streamers um, reach out and help other streamers. Right? Yeah, that's and why that's, I host random really streamers now. When I get done with my stream, I'll just go browse from the Fortnite list because like that's literally how I got started. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. You, you might start the next space lion. You never know. <laughs> that's Maybe. true. That's true. So what is your role in face? Uh, you, you, you get on there like. Well, you know what? Hold on. Let me back up. How did that happen? FaZe reached out to you and what happened? Like, how did that process occur? Well, um, back to like starting my channel, like this goes yeah. way back, you know, like Ninja hosted me and I started averaging more viewers, probably like 60 to 100. And that's when I got some clout, you know, and then I started right. reaching out to other players. Like uh, I met Myth when he was at 60 viewers, played a game with Tim, met Daquan and stuff. And then they dropped the host on me later on for like 10,000 also. And that's right. how Mr. Beast found me. And then Mr. Beast made that video and it kind of blew up my channel. Right. You know? And also, I think, I think uh, Space was my first duo partner in the Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That so. was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah Monster DPS awesome. actually got me into like meeting yeah, all the epic guys. Was, yeah. Right, right. It's crazy. I, I forgot about that. He was, he was, Space was my first partner, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, so they make this, you get the video, blows you up, and then FaZe reaches out. Like, what is, well, what is that like? They just, hey, you want to join FaZe? You're like, okay, cool. And the next day you're on FaZe? Like, how, how no, did that process happen? So, our team captain, uh, Cloaksy, I don't know, you guys yeah. know him. He's a great guy, great player. 
he actually reached out to three of us and was like, Hey, I'm making a foreign team. And I got some orgs looking at us. And then phase was the, definitely the biggest one. And then we landed phase, we signed and bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> and now you're part of phase. That's amazing, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. crazy, right? So you, you are, you are part of the squad team there, not a part of like a solo team. Uh, or, or doing solo team. I get yep, not as a part of right playing now, solo I'm part of their phase squad team. That's awesome, man. And how often do you guys practice? Uh, every night we have we have a pro scrims where we all queue up at the same time because yeah. we don't have custom servers yet. So we all literally get in a Discord get, and get say, it, "Get on it, Epic!" Yeah, <laughs> three, two, one, go, and we all click go and just pray. There's teams in our lobby. It works. Oh, though. that's cool. For the most part, it works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, a stack lobby consists of like sixty, like ten teams, but like sometimes yeah. you get like two or three and just like not worth playing. So yeah. you're you're obviously a full time streamer. You got a huge YouTube, huge following on Twitter. How many hours are you dedicating to that every day? As far as practicing with your team, um, so our scrims go from seven to about ten thirty, and then I stream from twelve to six. Okay. So yeah. Cool. Cool. So 10, 11 hours. Wow, man. That's, that's incredible. That's a lot of dedication, obviously. A lot of Fortnite. It's, yeah, a lot, a lot of Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> a lot of Fortnite for sure. So what's next for you, man? Like what, obviously you guys are preparing for these events. What is it maybe that you're looking forward to the most as the Fortnite pro scene grows and looks like, right? I mean, they already came out a couple weeks ago, so they got $100 million. You know, mil. I don't know how much of that you're looking to get, Space. You know, <laughs> hopefully a lot, right? But yeah. what 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 kind of like is the next step for you in your career or, or goal that you have set for yourself? Winning the first tourney, you know? Just getting to that first land. I've never played a land before, so it's going to be like that huge first experience. Yeah. And I'm ready for it, you know? It's going to be fun. Monster, are you going to let him walk away with that win, man? Or what? Are you going to have something to say about it, you hope? Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> million. Might have to, you know, get in my little box and just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> At least top three. Look, no. There's the top three. You'll probably get a couple of mil. It's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty awesome. What are you most excited about, like, as the scene overall? Are you, are you excited, like, just to get it kicked off are you excited for lands like you said overall like going every weekend or whatever it is with events are are you excited to see like you know teams it brings in what's your like most anticipated thing as far as like the Fortnite community like pro scene goes um just honestly playing and watching it you know like yeah i want to see competitive Fortnite, and it's yeah. gonna be really cool i want to see how like squads and duos and solos play out and which one people will like to watch the most i'm just really excited to see top tier gameplay yeah, I think we talk about that a lot, Monster, is like how different it is at that level. When yeah. you guys are, are queuing into these games on nighttime, like it's, it's, not, it's not the normal, you know, pub stomps we see right now, right? Yeah, like it's, no, it's, it's not even close. It's, it's very different. You, every weapon is a deadly weapon in the right <laughs> hand. And yeah, like, you know, it, even, it goes back to like the conversation about C4. You know, some people thought like, no nah, man c4 is crazy right now and scrims like the game changes that quick with balances and yeah these scrim games are intense the strategies are crazy yeah it's, it's a lot of fun though being a part of it so you know. oh man well mm -hmm. speak of changes and speak of the game let's go ahead and jump into this week's community news all right so space before we jump into some of the, the headlines per se on the internet, there's a headline I noticed coming from your Twitter this week, and that was where you tweeted out uh, for Epic to remove the jetpacks from the game. Please, please why? remove the jetpacks from the game. Tell me why. I want to know why. Fortnite's like you have to build to get like an advantage, right? And when you have a jetpack on a guy, they just go straight up faster than you build like up. So they take high ground from you with no like problem. It just blows my mind how that's like an item in the game because <laughs> you, good players build to get like, an advantage. Yeah, I was saying you know you work hard to polish your building skills and yeah, jetpack decreases that you know that skill level. <laughs> you get a jetpack and boom, you're the best player in the world. <laughs> so do I mean obviously at y'all's level it's a completely different situation, right? Than it is at normal pubs and games that I play on every day, but like. I even find there's still some people like that don't that can outbuild some of these because their technique is so high. 
do you think there is a level of like, hey, just get better at building to figure out ways to counter this? Is 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 that even a thing? I mean, either, either one of you. I don't care which one. Just know <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so like interesting enough, like in the pro scrims, we actually have the jetpack ban because yeah, like at, at the highest levels, like in a, in an a average player's hands, you just hold space and it, you go straight in the sky. And if you know even remotely to build stuff while you're jetpacking, you can multitask. You are literally too good. Um, it, it just provides too much advantage to the person holding it, and there's an imbalance there. So even in the pro scrims, we we have that item banned. So you can't play with jetpacks. Um, that, that's how much the competitive community feels about it, that we collectively so, agree not so to play at, with it. So as I streamers think. and as pros, right, it's, it's almost two different hats you guys have to wear. So yeah, like, yeah. Like, like from a streaming perspective and a game perspective for the community, do you like these type of items that are going to be limited time items to be in the game? And it's okay. Like, I think that's cool to be able to say, as long as they put it in your custom games that you can take that item out, right? Is, are you guys cool with that aspect of it as a, from the streamer side? Like you want to see cool, crazy things like this that are limited time to rotate in and out. Or are you like, just stay away from anything that can't be in the pros. Um, as a pros perspective, like I would not like crazy shit. I mean, can you <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> crazy stuff to be added, like jetpacks and stuff, you know? Right. Right. Like shopping carts are really cool because like no one's gonna use them in pro scrims, but like you'll use them as a streamer to make like great content, you know. Right. So adding these things in is, makes the game fresh and more like fun as you could like do crazy stuff. Yeah, right. I, I definitely uh personally feel like I, I don't I don't mind all the wacky tactic stuff. Like I, I love the porter forward, the idea, like it's it's pretty crazy. It brings a lot of fun, fresh, you know, feel to the game. Like the impulses when they first added it's like, what in the world? What are we gonna do with these? Right. And then suddenly people are flinging dudes off of you know builds and stuff like that like right. it's actually it's a lot of fun uh so I, I love the idea of it but it's definitely going to come to the point to where when the custom lobbies come i really do think they need to uh provide full customization down to the items like you stated and allow us to really tailor the game to where we want it to be because yeah some of this stuff is just a little uh you know kind of takes away from the skill like the jetpack and stuff like that we don't need that kind right. of stuff in right. high tier gameplay because it just really has that much of an impact on who holds the item versus who didn't get lucky to find the item right that rng right. stuff so. like the guided missile yeah, yeah like guided, guided missiles were another thing Those that are so bad banned from scrims because you could just do too much scouting with it oh yeah, yeah it's too crazy oh, yeah. too versatile yeah as long as they just listen to the community and just you know take it out if needed to be Right. I, I mean, I mean, I would even at first, if they can't put in the option to do all the things, I think it'd be cool to have like them to have a set, uh, say it's custom games and then under custom games, they have different set preset options and they yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to that. They listen to that pro discord. And so they have, you know, the pro layout or whatever tournament layout, whatever you want to call it. Right. That that's in there. A couple different options. Uh, even that would be cool if they can't I mean, get yeah, down just, to the part. At surface, we just want the private. Yeah, you know, the, the yeah, option yeah. to even create yeah, a custom lobby and host Please. friends or you know <laughs> competitive players, whatever the case would be. So, you know, one right. step at a time. But, you know, ultimately, eventually, I think it would be uh, in the best interest to just be able to fully mod a lobby. Like, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to. For right? sure. Yeah. The options so are this week, we also got in honor of the NBA finals, we got the half court gear, which is the basketball gear out there for everybody that didn't know the basketball goals glider. That's pretty cool. The pickaxe that is humongous um and in your Too face big. for sure uh, <laughs> i gotta ask before we obviously this is about Fortnite, this is about the gear but since we got the nba finals here either one of you guys basketball fans did you happen to see any of these games so far i don't i don't follow this you don't follow the basketball at all mm-hmm. dude it it has been insane and for anybody do you, that do you follow it space oh uh somewhat but okay we just see the same two teams every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. De- there you go. Definitely the same two teams. Uh, I'm curious to see if maybe Fortnite has some other, uh, you know, other kudos to throw out there for other gear that's coming out. But uh, obviously that, I-, I just like the fact to see them integrate these different seasons and times, right? Like they've always done so yeah, far. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. They're, they're ambitious. I mean, they're tackling the, the hot trends. Their game's the hot trend. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing with the, the Marvel movie release. Like yeah. that just shows you that the future is bright and the collaborations or, you know, their Go involvement and, yep. and what, you know, people are interested in is there and they're watching. 
Their it's head's awesome. definitely in in yeah. the place of marketing and moving forward. Yeah. And they're doing yeah. it right for yeah. sure. Uh, big news yesterday: we got uh, Myth and Hamlin win the UMG Keemstar event or Keemstar UMG event, yep. however you want to name it. Uh, this was pretty pretty crazy, right? Because uh, they end up battling. I think it was the week two winners uh, right. for the final one, which was typical gamer and sore thief. I didn't actually get to catch any of this. I saw a few of the highlights. Uh, Deserto.com had a great article on it uh, as well that I'll put in the show notes. But uh, did you guys get to catch any of this? Did you get to watch any? I know Monster, you usually watch it every week. You got it on the TV, yeah, kick yeah. back with I your popcorn in your it. face, just throwing yeah. it up. Yeah. So um, how, how was it? Well, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say hats off to Miff and Hamlin's because they actually failed to uh, win round one. So they were in the loser's bracket. And they battle their way from literally wow. round one loss all the way up to, like you said, like last week's winners and then respectively beat them with a nice lead. Uh, and I think four very good games. The last one was just, you know, ice and, uh, or the nail in the coffin, I should say. And uh, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was really fun to watch. It's always fun to watch the competition though. Hamlin's was popping off. Like he yeah, was, Hamlin's, he was going crazy. Right. He's it such was, a great player. Yeah. Top three. Yeah, it, it was it was un, I mean, the highlights I saw were unbelievable. It's really cool because I didn't realize I thought this was like first place player take first, you know, place takes all. But like for the breakdown for everybody out there didn't know uh, TSM Hamlin's Hamlin's and myth got 10 grand and it was a seven it was a twenty thousand dollar total prize. Uh, second place with typical gamer and sore thief got seven grand and right. Vic Star and tiny got three grand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. it's cool that they're giving three, you know three rewards there for you guys yeah. especially the previous weeks they didn't even have a reward for second and third so right. it's a nice little switch up yeah <clears throat> i've been playing them in the butt haven't gotten really far yeah. <laughs> at least third man i, 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 I was gonna, I, I was gonna use my partner you know i was gonna ask uh what is the talk like during the week amongst the pros in that discord about this event everybody getting r- riled up ramped up like is there a lot of chatter about it or is it like Pretty quiet till Friday, and then it's like, bam. Yeah, um, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, it's until the roster really comes out, and then you're like, oh, snap, wait, Daquan's playing with who? Or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Is that, up to, is that up to the pros, again? or like, is that being set by UMG? No, that's it. They they run the rosters. Um, I guess the pros can just only hope to have been, you know, voted yeah. in again or, yeah. you know, have that opportunity again. We oh, so, really that, so UM, UMG's pairing everybody? Mm, no. Uh, Keemstar actually makes the bracket himself. Yeah. And then people that are paired up choose each other, most okay, likely. Okay. Yeah. But you got to be huge to have like a choosing of your partner, you know? I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. You got to be slow. So, so ha- Myth and Hamlins are picking each other. In other words, is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, they're yeah. picking each other. They live in the same house. They were, they were on the same team. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious if, because I, I didn't know if it was like a random, like all of a sudden you could see, you know, Freaking, you know, uh, phase replays, for instance, right? Thrown together with Sore Thief, right? I didn't know if this was like how how it was being organized from that side of it. Uh, I think a lot of people had a little confusion. Like, wait a second, you don't see, you know, you don't see um, uh, uh, Cipher still playing with, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, with um, Nick Merks, yeah, with Nick Merks, right? Yeah, it's, they it, they played together. They ended up sticking around as partners after that first, yeah. Uh, yeah, after the first win, they actually decided to stay together. So they're all so they're playing together every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I okay. think that that first, you know, that synergy they hit off the first time was just more than enough to say, "Hey, we could do this again." You know, so yeah, I, I like it. I like cool. it. Yep. I but lost to them two... two weeks in a row by one. Oh Both no! Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Man, it's tough. That's tough. <laughs> they're well, great players, good. though. Phenomenal. Ten out of ten guys too. Oh, great guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We actually had Cypher on a few weeks ago as well, and he's a, a great, great guy. Uh, him and his wife both are amazing people. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and jump over to uh, this week's uh, topic of the week. All right, so this week, we got the topic of the week, Patch Notes 4.3. Uh, for everybody out there that is under a rock or something, we got shopping carts. Right. <laughs> We got the shopping carts. This thing had been in work for a long time. Epic tweeted out many times that they were super happy that we were getting this. Uh, they've been working on it a long time. They are ready to see what the community done with it. I don't think the community has disappointed them 
in any measure of highlights on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I, I want to start there because you said something, Space Lion, a little bit about when we were talking about jetpacks, these items, and you mentioned you know the shopping cart being in that same role. The pros aren't going to ever use this. Like, so let's break it down. Like, why? Why? Why is this not a good way to get the storm quick? What? What? Why? You think this item will be out of the pro scene as well? Uh, I'm not sure. To be honest, like you could probably use it to like for mobility, but that's the only reason I'd see somebody using it. You know, there you don't see like two pros just pushing each other in shopping cart trying to make highlights. You know, <laughs> be awesome, bro. I love that. I would That'd love be insane, it. I- but like it's just not smart. <laughs> yeah. Off in a pro scene. Yeah. Shopping no. cart. You're just like what? Absolutely. I mean, okay, so what's your overall take of the shopping cart monster from a streaming perspective and just a, a player perspective? Uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun, man. It, it's wet, like, it looks so funny. Just first off, your friend just sitting there standing straight up in the air. You can't duck or anything. You're super out there. You know something bad's about to happen or something right. really funny is going to happen. And it's even more funny when you come across another, like, you know, just like a group. Jousting. With, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. You know, running down the street with the shopping carts. Easy pickings. Who's gonna sh- yeah? Who's gonna shoot each other right. first? That kind of yeah. Absolutely. I-, I love it, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It brings a lot of you know. It, it makes streaming easier when they when they bring things like this. They bring a lot of laughs yeah. to the show. Right. And, yep. So, so I, I saw like I, a, I saw a crazy highlight of uh early early on of Dakotas and somebody I don't remember who he's playing with, but he he tweeted out that he got it before the patch. And for everybody that knows, there's a quick patch that came in shortly after this came out because you weren't taking fall damage from what i understand right uh and like he, he has it's hilarious he had a couple quick dakotas had a couple quick highlights of like him building way 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 up and then falling on these people uh and that that was absolutely insane obviously they patched it guys so you can't do that anymore you will take the fall damage <laughs> you'll yeah uh, eliminate it sh- real quick <laughs> shopping cart is not the savior anymore right. uh but yeah i i mean I, I like it as a as a casual player per se, um, and somebody that plays, you know, average amount quite a bit. I, I like it because it keeps bringing us something new, right? Although we're mm-hmm. not streamers and entertaining people, um, it's still like you said, it's a fun thing to bring in the game. And I think anytime you bring in any of these items that cause comedy or fun or laughter, it also brings uh, the community together in a sense of like something they're enjoying together, right? And and having fun together about for sure uh and keeps that positive atmosphere that we've talked so much about um yeah, fresh we, yeah keeping it fresh for sure we have the challenge progression change as well uh this is pretty cool for everybody out there that didn't that didn't see this or maybe you haven't got a chance to play but basically uh you know your goals now is what the patch note says ui elements have been added to track your challenges uh in match so in the match you will see when you complete something um once again, I think for more of the casual scene, this is an awesome thing. You guys probably, I don't know how much you care about your challenges because you guys just buy all the skins straight up. So, well, yeah. well, this season, this season, we have to finish them all if you want the blockbuster reveal, which no one really knows yet. So I think right. everyone eventually is still going to do the challenges. Okay. All right. What about, what about you, Space? You, you even concerned about that? You don't no, I don't, I don't do any of them. I, I mean, oh, I mean, oh, really honest, I don't really thing do too, but I, you know, I suck it up. I'm like, all right, let's go dance in front of some cameras. <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, I, I try and do them. I, I mean, it, I, I'll tell you this from uh, like the Discord community, people get together. It's really crazy how, how crazy it's been. People like getting together and like, hey, let's do our challenges tonight and literally spending three or four hours just like catching up on challenges, helping other people do challenges. And like, I know, I, I mean, obviously, when you play a game very competitively, sometimes you might not see this or understand, or maybe even you don't play it competitively. It's just not an aspect of the game you like, but like, it's really crazy to me to see like some of the communities dedicated to helping people get their challenges done. Like that's their goal. That's, that's amazing. That's actually pretty cool. (laughs) You know? And like, it's a whole aspect of the game that like, I think most of us probably don't even think about most of the time, but you know, I got my, my son too. He's like six years old. He's like, all right, I had to have find how many more cameras, Dad? He told me the other day, he's like, I got, I got three more letters to find for Fortnite, Dad. Three more letters, right? It, yeah. it, it's like, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy. There's this whole other part of the game that Epic tends to in this that we don't even really experience to that degree. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that progression is now in the game for everybody that does love it. 
uh, and is not being a hater like Space Lion and doing their challenges every <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm not hating. I just, uh, I, don't, I just don't do them. <laughs> no, I totally get it, man. Uh, so then we got... Um, this week as well, on top of on top of the shine cards, on top of that, we got mushroom. Now this item, now well, so for everybody out there, just like the apples, give you five health. Thieves get these give you five shield. Uh, what about this item, space line? How how do you feel about this item in the game? Is this something I'd be used competitively? Uh, definitely. If you find some mushrooms and you need some shield, you're gonna eat that up. You know, any yeah. little bit of health helps. I like I like how they added it. To be honest. Yeah. Hey, monster. Should it have been blueberries, or do you like the mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like the mushrooms. I think they have a nice fit. They fit into the realm of the game, and you know the kind of the, the lore, the way it feels. And right. yeah, just just to add on to that, yeah, uh, the mushrooms are a big change to the game. Like some parts of the maps, for like especially like in scrims, we're now experimenting with different rotations because they spawn in certain areas. So you can actually like you know map out different type of you know stronger rotations where you get your entire stream, uh, team really bulked up. Especially like Moisty Meyer. Moisty Meyer is insane right now. There's no minis there. You're going to find tons of mushrooms just everywhere. So some really, really strong spawns now. Yeah. Um, so these kind of small changes that uh, shake up the map really change up the way uh, competitive players yeah. kind of you know, feel on, in the game, which is mm-hmm. cool. Well, I'm glad you said that because uh, in the notes, so everybody knows, it says it can be found around shady, wooded, and swampy areas. So like you right. said, it's it's playing like, into this effect. Like haunted of like, hills, yeah. uh, just outside of Greasy Grove at Shifty. You have the yep. entire, like, what's it, the east side of the map from, you know, Risky Reels all the way down to Moistemeyer. All that stuff spawns uh, different locations with uh, mushrooms. One of the cool things we talked about last week was the playground area. And this is going to be really cool um, when oh, that comes yeah. out to be able to oh, find all these areas, right? Like, yeah, man, nerd it up. I can't wait. Can't wait to nerd it up on the statistics with that thing. For sure. Um, we have Blitz mode coming back. Blitz showdown mode. And Blitz yeah. showdown, right? So Blitz, uh, Blitz team came back, squads came back, and then Blitz showdown came out on Friday. And I was actually in your stream, Monster, when you were like, what? 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 I know. I didn't even, like, I didn't even see the notes. Dude, what happened? I was like, where is this no in-game notification? There wasn't a tweet at the time. They just released it. So yeah, it kind of right. threw me off real quick right there. Same type of parameters as the last showdown. There's going to be winner, right. 50 games, all the, all the regular 20, stuff. 25 games on this one. 25 games. Um, mm-hmm. But how much do you got? Do you, do, number one, have you played your 25 games space? No, I played my first two today and they okay. were, they were actually so much fun. Cause like you have all these materials and you have really sweaty players. that want to win. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, have yeah. Like, really good fights and like, you have to do stuff that you don't usually do in regular solos. Cause you have so much, like to use like yeah. multiple jump pads and all the material you need. So every fight is like, it's, it's really fun. Pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> so blitz really mode is my favorite. Just so I get that out there because, uh, and then we have talked about a lot of the show. Like I love blitz mode. I think it does a great job of pushing players, right? Especially in one in, in, in solo queue, because dude, you guys know in solo queues, you can get to the end and like, you can be standing in the middle on your fort, and there's five people hiding somewhere. And you're like, yeah. okay, let's like this circle's way too big. Let's go. Let's get it moving. But, but not like, in blitz. Not in blitz, baby. And but everyone has jetpacks now, so it doesn't matter if you build. So I think Blitz is less fun. This, yeah. Blitz is definitely less fun this season because of jetpacks. Like you, you think so? Yeah. yeah. That's last season. I couldn't get enough of it. But now you just gotta That's a good point. I agree. Yeah. Actually that you say that, like, I agree with you. Like, I think that has been one of my frustrations in this blitz mode, um, is, is, is the jetpack. And it's, uh, yeah, it's and they spawn you everywhere, that. you know, yeah, it's supposed to be legendary, did. but you open up a chest, boom. Like it seems pretty, it's kind of like the bush. Like, you know, they just come out like, Oh yeah. This time you see it, you're like, Oh yeah. I'm putting that on. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Different. Um, I, I, I hope you said it the other day, monster too, that you think some of these items are going to be integrated into the regular solo mode that some of the yeah. blitz ideas yeah yeah, yeah. so like i i really wholeheartedly believe that uh fortnite's in a position to where the economy of the game has changed they really have to like because you think about it the loot's been the same since the game was released right like the pallets right. are the same but like we build a hundred times more now and we <laughs> use more than when the game was released so i think the uh 
yeah, the game has to evolve too, right? Like they got to bring that 2x loot to just the whole game. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not enough. I, I really dislike now farming. Like Blitz spoils you. Yeah, it does. It yep, does. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I just wish they upped it just a tiny bit in normal like right. solos and squads. I think I think I think it should be brought up to 2x or at least 1.5 more uh, times, but definitely have to buff it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think overall it may, it makes the game not only more entertaining to play, but also more entertaining to watch. Yeah, for sure. Because right? it's mo- it's moving a lot quicker, and I think that's kind of one of the things that makes Fortnite shine so much more over all the other battle royals that've been out. Kind of you mentioned it at the beginning space was like the quickness of the battle itself, but also I think the quickness of the games, yep. right? And, and how and how uh, how much more action you have inside of Battle Royale versus H1Z1 or PUBG, right? So right. Um, and Fortnite, like what makes Blitz so good is like it shrinks really quick, right? And so you find right. more players mid game, right? But regular solos now you drop down, you get like your early game action, and then you walk around for like. 10 minutes is trying to look for people if right. they could somehow you know make it a little bit quicker that'd be like it'd be such a perfect game i think, I think what they need to do is just give away the storm circle early because that, that that's what makes like blitz so interesting is you know like everyone's around this edge like it really forces people together early on and then it stays that way right um, so if they did that for solos i wouldn't mind like predetermined circles and a little bit more loot on solos that way people know like, Hey, I got to land around here and they don't, you know, get surprised like from the back of the storm or whatever, um, you know, running across the map. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's another thing about blitz since they showed like the circle. So early, everybody lands in those areas yeah. and it's so overpopulated. So it's like really RNG in that beginning of the game. Like if you don't get like that good gun. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, guys, uh, we also had Teams of 20 version 2 come out, which is basically they replaced 50 versus 50 this week with this. Uh, you ever jump in here and just and just get some kills so you see what you can do, Space, on the t- these 20s? Just slay out? Yeah, you get just 20 v 20 v 20 bots. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you make pretty good highlight plays of, like, multi-kills and stuff, so it's a good, like, break from, like, the showdown, per the se. The sweatiness, yeah, the for sweat, sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, guys, let's go ahead and jump over to our tips and tricks section this week. We got an email from a listener. All right, so this week we have a email from Alexander uh, Figuero, and he says, uh, Hi, Fortnite podcast. I just want to ask, what's the crew's favorite grenade? And I'm going to turn this into a tip because I'm going to ask you guys, not only what is your favorite grenade, but should you be prioritizing those grenades of whatever it is? So let's start off with uh, with you, Space Alliance, as you're the guest. Guess first. What is your favorite grenade, and do you prioritize it in your loadout at all? Does grenade launchers count? Uh, no, no. That's <laughs> no, not, that's, no, that's, that's not grenade. grenade. Yeah, yeah. Grenades, yeah, okay. uh, uh, impulse nades, uh, clinger nades, uh, regular grenades. Whatever you think. So right now, clingers are definitely broken. If you have nine of those, if you throw like two in the same spot, you're going to like definitely hit the guy in the one by one. So those are really good to use since everybody is always in a one by one, like end game. But definitely prioritize grenades because grenades, you can't really outbuild. That's the only thing that you can't, you know? It's so, you know, it just blows up everything around you. So grenades are very important in scrims. For what, sure. So let me ask you, if you're going to, if like, say somebody has a loadout where they have, and Monster, feel free to jump in here too. Yep. If, if like a lot of people are rolling double shotgun right now, right? Whether it's a pump and the tack or whether it's, you know, you're heavy in your tack, whatever it is. Um, if, if you're in that position, are you looking like, say, and it might be different from mid game versus late game uh, or early game, but are you dropping any one of those for, for nades? Like, if you don't have nades in your loadout, you get your AR, you get your sniper, you got, like, what are you ever dropping or replacing for grenades? Or a nade-type clinger nades, regular grenades, impulse nades? Like, it all what, depends what, on the player. Yeah. yeah, so me, I like to run AR, double shock, and a heal, and some sort of explosives. Like, grenade launcher would be ideal. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That's I would drop my sniper for it, you know? Because it's really hard to get picks in scrims because everyone doesn't peak from like a bot you know right so yeah, they'll peak for like less than like a second 
Yeah, to, to jump in on that, like for me, my, my favorite Nade is definitely the Impulse. I One, it's from just like a casual perspective. It's loads of fun. But in a scrim perspective, like in, in a competitive setting, I find it to be super useful. You can use it to elevate yourself. Similar to like the Jetpack, except, you know, we don't play with the Jetpack. But also like when you have bad rotations, you get caught off guard. These Impulses, when you know how to use them, you can just really just skirt out of a bad situation really quick. So, you know, put it behind your feet and jump and you're like, already several several feet away from your right. opponent so disengaging and engaging onto players with impulses are crucial and I've, i'm finding them way more useful now in scrims as well because these circles with these big teams holding these huge forts is very intimidating when you have impulses you're a hard target um so that, that's my favorite name but uh to you know piggyback off of like the ideal situation like for loadout yeah grenades are probably the last i'm going to hold if i have like a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher i'm going to prioritize that over handheld you know clingers or you know like normal but what if you don't what if you don't like what are you taking yeah, if i over? don't i'm definitely picking up uh like grenades or something that's my expl- explosive uh slot i always so, have an explosive both slot of you guys can... agree always have an explosive like it's yeah, worth yeah. having explosive yeah. over it's over another sniper it's or worth, over it's okay. and it's worth in all game modes like squads and stuff like that because it really allows you like you can you can do some big plays with it you can open up and uh yeah you can you can really start start off a good fight by knocking a team shield off or something like that with which your explodes or right. of course impulsing in or away from teams if you're in a bad situation so would you carry impulses instead of like a sniper monster uh, Lately, don't give so them like, all your strategies, though, monster. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, as far as my loadout's been, yeah, I, I haven't been been like this designated sniper on the team. So, we've been running a person, like, obviously, if you get eight cogs, you want to keep them on the map. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been opting out of that and having that for positioning reasons and stuff like that. So, it's been pretty helpful. Let, let's hey, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, eight cogs on the map, like, what do you mean by that? for the normal oh because in in high tier gameplay like that thing is a laser beam it has no bloom and obviously if you know how to aim which most people at the competitive level do you are going to get guaranteed shots off so for every hit since there's no bullet damage drop off you think of it as one mini shield so every time i pop you a mini shield is gone basically it's that deadly and if i get a headshot that's two minis or a big armor pot and yeah it adds up quick how much dps you can consistently output in comparison to a sniper where the, you might snipe and miss or the person moves that yeah. ACOG, you're, you're getting hit every time you peek. And like, it's really annoying when you get hit with that ACOG because usually towards the end game, you don't have a lot of heals on your team. Yeah, yeah. Resources so are so... It's really low. important, yep. Really important. So, so since you're here, I have another question for you, Space, and I didn't write this one down for you, but whenever you, since you're in a, since you're in a squad, whenever you're attacking another team, is there is there like is there a situation where someone would stay back and put lay down fire say with ACOG while the other three guys are pushing or what what is that scenario like because I find myself a lot of times just me just me being honest I find myself a lot like attacking a team and pushing out like towards a team and like I got one guy standing back or it's opposite like my team's pushing and I'm I'm back there like sniping or shooting them with my ACOG for a second right like is that a bad idea or is that a good play? Is that a good team like layout as long as the communication's happening, right? Like what are what are some of the points there for a team? Uh it all depends on the situation, if I'm being honest. Like sometimes a team's ramping up on you with all four players and then you can't have someone sit back, you know? And then right. all of a sudden it's pretty much like a almost like a free for all or like a two on two where you're just running around with a partner and hold their hand. But usually if we're pushing it's good to have someone stay back and like grenade or a cog and do a hit scan while the other two try to take high ground. You know, it really right. allows them at, like if an opponent's wrapping up with you and they shoot like one of our teammates pop the ramp and take them down. It's like your high ground and high ground is pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. What do you think monster? You got any, you got any, yeah, the, uh, we definitely find in like competitive setting, the most effective fights are when you have one person just disrupting like a uh, space line set, like literally just breaking down the opponent, like either tagging them, forcing them to, you know, stop movement or just taking out their ramps. It, it's so effective to have your teammates really secure dominant ground because at that point they're going to do crazy offense, but you're like in your supporting role, you're helping your team so much in those team fights especially if you're uh, able to do extra damage in the process. So um, I definitely find that in our fights, the most successful fights are when we have people 
uh, supporting. And, and a lot of times I run that support role because I'll just ease, like see the opportunity, just like, bam, pop this guy's ramp off from a distance while my two teams are, you know, my, my players are on a build off. And I usually make that call out. I just say, go for the high ground. Don't worry about it. And I'm just running LMG or something like that. Just breaking down the other per, uh, opponent's ramps. And then I'll come in and step in uh, face-to-face level. I gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's some good. T- those are some things I want to get out because, you know, it's always like, dude, you know, with us, it's like, dude, where were you? All three <laughs> yeah, of us were up here. I mean, You're all I mean, the way back there. Do what role. were you doing? Yeah. So I that that's that's why I ask because we always we always t- tend to run in those events. Although if you win the fight, no one says anything. Like, yeah, hey, no two out. Stay for, thanks for staying back exactly. there and, and hit scanning all those dudes. Really appreciate yeah, it, right? Like no nobody says that. It's just only when they all die and they're like, too loud. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. You know. So. Well, hey, man, Spaceline, thank you so much for being here today, man. We really appreciate it uh, for, for dropping by, hanging out with us a little bit, talking some some Fortnite pro scene with us a little bit, giving us the breakdown on you. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you out the week um, and, you know, how to keep up with what you're doing. All right. Uh, so you can find me every day on Twitch. At, oh, sorry. I, you get yeah, at, you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Find them on Twitch. Right. Find them on Twitch, twitch.tv slash spaceline, youtube.com slash spaceline, twitter.com slash spaceline, and instagram.com slash spaceline with the underscore. Just so like it sounds, guys. Spaceline, S-P-A-C-E-L-Y-O-N. So it's it's like lion, but with a Y, with a Y. Yep. Yep, so yep. Uh, definitely definitely go Great check him out. Check out all, all, all the awesome plays he's doing. His YouTube as well, guys. If you want tips, you like tricks, you like fun uh gameplay high high quality gameplay go check it out on youtube as well um and then monster as well why don't you let everybody know where they can find you throughout yeah. the week the usual guys you can find me at monster deface on all social media platforms preferably youtube because you know i do run a twitch schedule i usually broadcast mornings on monster deface as well uh but yeah if you want you know quality content you know especially educational style you know fortnite content you can find it at monster deface on youtube so, and both these guys uh, answer questions to their communities nonstop, guys. So if you go in there, always playing. Monster does a thing at the beginning of his show almost every day where he's drinking his coffee, you know, sipping on that, <laughs> sipping on that coffee, answering That's questions right. in the morning. That's Space right. Lion does it continually through his streams. So, guys, feel free to go in there, ask some questions, uh, and support these guys for sure, uh, as they are always awesome. So thank you again, Space Lion, so much for being here, man. Best of luck to me. you. This was a lot of fun. Don't beat up on Monster D face too much if you see him at land events. You know, be nice to him. Uh, show, show him some of that love. But, guys, nah, as always, awesome. thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us some comments on Podbean. Uh, you can also file all your complaints to FortnitePodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Myself, Too Loud, TX, T W O L O U D T X, Monster D face. M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D face, F-A-C-E, and space line, S-P-A-C-E-L-Y-O-N. And as always, guys, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Mm-hmm.